breaking news, music is good, politics is bad, radio is awesome, and everybody still likes ice cream. More of that at 11. Hello, people of Earth. Today is Tuesday, the 21st of November, 2017. My name is Connor Drescher, that's Dresser with a sh, and you are listening to the High and Fine Mediacast. Um, so today I want to talk about a few things. Firstly, I would like to apologize to all my listeners out there uh, for being a little bit late with this episode. Um, I've been swamped with work for the last week, so unfortunately I wasn't able to upload anything over the last couple of days. But... As I missed New Music Mondays yesterday, we will be doing a short feature on that today, so stay tuned for that. Coming up in this episode, uh, we're going to be talking about a few things. Firstly, we're going to be talking about music. Secondly, we're going to be talking about mental health, which is uh, an issue that's very close to my heart and I know is uh, very close to the hearts of many of you guys out there, um, particularly mental health in music, um, something that I personally, and I know a lot of other people personally have struggled with. Um, so we're going to be talking a bit about that. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, some gaming stuff that's uh, happened over the weekend, um, namely the Star Wars Battlefront 2 release and the pay-to-play scheme that's going on at the moment, which a lot of people seem to be very unhappy with. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, what you can expect from this episode, guys. So stay tuned. Okay, so um, kicking it off, firstly, New Music Mondays, um, it's a thing we do every week where uh, Monday rolls around and we talk about some new music. So um, the artist I want to feature today is an absolutely fantastic singer-songwriter from um, America called Phoebe Bridges. Um, Now, I first discovered her music, uh, I would have to say about a month ago. Um, it was before the release of her debut album, um, and I heard one track, and it was called Smoke Signals, um, and I was just listening to a bunch of random music at work, as I always do, and, uh, this track came on, and it stopped me dead. It is hauntingly beautiful, and I know that that phrase is overused a lot, but I mean, seriously, it, it fucked with me a little, like, it was, it was super... Super deep and really, really passionate lyrics, really passionate singing. She's got a very interesting and uh, kind of softly cutting tone of voice that really, really gets through. Um, Some great guitar work on the track. Um, She's got a backing vocalist in there, a guy that sings with her who's also really good. Um, And yeah, honestly, I just haven't connected with anything that strongly in a little while. I immediately went out uh, out and found out as much about her as I could. I found out she supported City in Color previously, one of my favorite artists. Um, she's uh, She's been quite active on the music scene over the last year or two. And uh, now her debut album, Stranger in the Alps, um, has been released. So you can go and find that on all good music platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all that stuff. Um, it's there. So I would strongly urge you to go and buy that, download it, listen to it, eat it, consume it, shove it through your eyeballs, excrete it, then you know regurgitate it, and then consume it once more. It is absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, there's another track on the record. Um, can't remember the name of it, but uh, it's it might just be called Funeral or I, anyway. Um, it's uh, it's basically a song about um, 
playing a funeral for um, a kid that was only like a year older than her, um, which is one of the lyrics in the track, actually. Um, and she speaks about how she'd been in contact with um, the the kid who died's father, um, speaking to him. And uh, although the tone of the song is incredibly depressing, it ends in a very uplifting way. Um, and it talks about how, you know, you really, the message I got from it is that you really should count your blessings and realize that it's not as bad as it seems because, you know, some people have it worse and it's always good to get a little perspective, um, which I think leads nicely into what I wanted to talk about next, which was, uh, mental health. Um, obviously there is a huge stigma surrounding mental illness and mental health in general um, across the world, you know, right across the board, whether it's female, male, uh, anything in between, um, whether it's at work, socially, you know, in, in all areas of society, all walks of life, there has always been a really large stigma, um, sort of like a black cloud following any kind of discussion about mental health. And I think that it's really, really positive to see that stigma starting to be broken down around the world at the moment. Um, I have, uh, you know, a diagnosed mental illness. I have an anxiety disorder. Um, I've battled depression for the last couple of years. And although now I'm in a much more stable place, it's still something that, that dogs me day in and day out. And it's, uh, it's really positive to see, um, you know, people discussing that more openly now and, uh, and, you know, struggling with it, but still succeeding, which is something that's going to be a, a recurring theme on the show here at High and Fine Media. Um, I'm going to be starting to do some interviews with people who have, um, you know, made successes out of their struggle. Um, people who have dealt with some of the worst parts of life and still come out on top, because I think those are important stories. I think those are relevant stories and I think they're important to share with people. Um, so, you know, I'll be talking a bit about my own experiences and then interviewing other people um, with their experiences. So please call into the station. Let me know what you guys think about the, the debate on mental health. Um, obviously here in the UK right now, the government has been savagely cutting funding for all mental health services across the board. And it's, it, you know, it's awful. There's not enough support out there, but if you are struggling, then there are places you can go to get help. And I will put those, uh, in the comments below. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> please call in favorite the station and, uh, get your thoughts on the show. So, um, moving on, I want to talk about Star Wars Battlefront 2. It is a hugely anticipated AAA release from EA Games, um, the same people behind the Battlefield franchise, um, all the FIFA sports stuff, um, and a lot of really big titles out there. They have a large budget, big blockbuster gaming company, um, and, <clears throat> you know, understandably, a lot of people have been really excited about this game because... Um, throughout the gaming community, if you have your finger on the button, you might know that um, Star Wars Battlefront 1, although being a, a pretty class game, did receive a lot of negative feedback um, in certain areas, and EA claimed to have fixed a lot of those issues um, for the new game. Um, now, I think it looks brilliant, I think a lot of people are enjoying the gameplay, um, but one of the main sort of things that's been... Uh, hanging over the release 
uh, over the last few days, over the last week, is this pay-to-win scheme that EA have introduced into the game, um, wherein you have to purchase with real money um, loot crates uh, within the game, which will... Um, you know, unlock certain things uh, that will help you progress in the game. Now, in certain other games, this scheme has been used before to mixed results, really. Usually it's for things like weapon skins, you know, cosmetic upgrades, things that you can do to sort of change your appearance or, you know, customization features. Um, and for those cases, I don't think that it's necessarily such a bad thing. That's my personal opinion. I think, you know, if you want to get the extra special stuff and, you know, make your character look cool or whatever, then I think, you know, paying a bit of extra money for that isn't necessarily such a tragedy. However, um, with the loot crates in Star Wars Battlefront 2, what they appear to be doing is uh, allowing players to have health boosts, damage buffs, things that actually impact gameplay in quite a significant way, so that people who pay the most money have uh, quite a significant advantage over players who haven't purchased these loot crates. Um, now, personally, I don't agree with that. I think that's wrong. I think if you pay the full price for the game and you, you know, you've bought the game, you've bought the console to play it on or, you know, what have you, and then to find out later that other players can can beat you because they spent more money. I just think it seems unfair. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna pay the game, especially with games being as expensive as they are these days, if you're gonna pay for it, then you should get all of it. You know, I don't agree with the the content being held back like that and and released selectively to players who might be in a better financial situation. Um, but uh, you know, there's been a lot of um, feedback from the community about this issue and it is my understanding that dice uh, not dice sorry ea have currently suspended microtransactions within the game uh, pending an investigation into how they can improve the platform um, which is obviously really good news for for players out there who have an issue with this um, it basically means that they are actually listening to the gaming community. And the reason I wanted to talk about this today, the reason I wanted to make a point about it, is because it's one of the first times since I've been heavily involved in the gaming community um, that I've seen the impact of feedback where I've se on, on such a large scale, you know. I've seen a lot of minor changes here and there. I've seen a lot of, you know, people making videos on YouTube and complaining about certain things that never really get fixed or addressed. But this is one of the first times where I've personally witnessed firsthand the impact that a, a collective response like that can have. You know, people very strongly objected to the situation and... Um, the, the company appears to have listened. Um, so no word yet as to what it's going to look like, the revised system or, you know, how much it will be changed or um, what new things they may be implementing to uh, to improve the experience. But overall, the game looks fantastic. Um, please do call in and let me know your thoughts on this debate. Do you like microtransactions pay to win? Do you not like it? Are you for or against? You know, do you think there's better ways they could be doing it? Um, um, please let me know. Let me know what you think. Um, and uh, yeah, let me know what uh, what other games you're excited for. I'm uh, I'm really excited for um, a few things at the moment. Um, I uh, I'm about to start playing the latest Uncharted game, which looks quite like a lot of fun. So yeah, call in and let me know. <laughs>
high and fine media sponsored by the feeling you get when being torn to shreds by a wild bear oh yeah